everyone uh, this is your host uh, george kuru i'm very excited to welcome our special guest for today's episode uh, vivek giridhan vivek is a tdm architect uh, working for a financial services company in the us uh, he has spent uh, more than 16 years uh, in the uh, software testing uh, uh, what do you call field mostly into data testing and test data management space all through the 16 years uh, vivek uh, welcome to the automation hangout Thank you, George. Thank you for the invitation and the opportunity. And you're welcome. Really excited. Yep. So Vivek, uh, today uh, we would like to hear from you about your experience uh, experience implementing test data management solution. And I would like to start the discussion by asking you a very very basic question that is related to test data provisioning. So as you know, there are several ways in which uh, one can actually provision test data. Uh, you can actually use masking technique. You can actually use synthetic data generation. You can use virtualization. Many other techniques. So from your experience working in this field for the last uh, uh, decade or so, what is that you have seen working uh, out of these various methods that are available when it comes to uh, test data provisioning? Uh, sure, John. um so i'll start with uh, what has been working is mostly the customer need or the demand mm-hmm. so in most cases all capabilities may not be available or has to be built from scratch so it's our tdm teams job to decide whether use like the production copy synthetic data data virtualization so starts with the awareness of product offerings on what is available today to the mm-hmm. customers to consume so say like for a product page or a catalog and how to like say like get engaged with the test data request how to get started so over the mm-hmm. past years data provisioning has been mostly successful with like production copy so when i say masking subsetting the important thing is you will get the referential integrated data mm-hmm. so and also it make sure that data is available like upstream downstream satisfying the real scenarios Mm-hmm. the but the the difficult or the challenging part is putting the right security measures when it comes to like taking sensitive field say like in a financial services you have like critical risk data high risk data so you have to make sure those are masked while bringing into a like a non production environment mm-hmm. uh, but it can serve like different test phases like regression end to end testing phase so organization can go for uh, their own home grown solution or oh, there are like market leader tools like informatica ibm optim broadcom test data management which was the grid tools compute mm-hmm. filet and many more uh coming to synthetic data uh, like off late i've seen like lot of uses especially in like component integration even performance test uh, mm-hmm. the challenge is understanding the underlying data architecture without this one cannot even start provisioning a test data and the, mm-hmm. you have to involve the right smes product architects to design that flow and even in my experience of late synthetic data has been used for like unit tests so mm. what we are using today is like genrocket so i've been okay. in this tool for like 4 5 years it's mm-hmm. like really promising it provides like an open up ap architecture where it helps to like integrate with the different testing framework tools mm-hmm. so this is what like prod copy synthesis virtualization is something new i haven't experienced much but like in labs the one of the powerful feature i see is the bookmarking and rewind and mm-hmm. also heard deep started using for specific test types 
the challenge is there is like limited tools and the mm-hmm. masking capabilities that has been offered is not like very powerful like others mm-hmm. so to answer i'll say like 80 to 85% production copy and 15 to like 20% synthetic that's my experience but what i see is over the course of years the rules like gdpr ccp mm-hmm. and many more in like which are still in like the ideation yeah. phase synthetic data i see like probably like 50 50 in the future mm. okay Best that's very is, very interesting that's very interesting to know so there's a shift towards synthetic data so why why i asked that particular question was because like many many of us uh, when we actually started our career production data was the only thing that was available there was not much of options to actually generate synthetic data and now it's it's, uh, it's very interesting to see that you had you had some success with or a good amount of success with synthetic data generation as well and you're actually using a combinational approach where you're actually using both masking as well as data uh, generation uh, for your uh, test data needs definitely so that's yeah, very that's, good to know that's, yeah that's that's how we have say like hybrid model right it's not mm-hmm. always everything can solve its uh, production copy data okay uh, but out of all like virtualization synthetic this whatever prod copy most important point which is needed is once the data is copied into like a non prod let's say a gold copy or any environment you should enable that service in the form of ui ui in the mm-hmm. sense like business testers to consume the data or okay. like through any api for the automation teams you cannot okay. provide for the like self service it is very hard difficult what it helps us it enables automation it mm-hmm. en- increases test coverage and like reduces cycle time okay and the wait time also can be reduced with the self service right you don't of have to course. wait for someone to put the data for you that that's very interesting yeah. yes. on, on a similar note uh, vivek uh, one of the common problems that i've seen is basically uh, let's take an example of something like regression testing so most of the test cases that you might be executing for a regression cycle is not going to change in your future cycles also almost like i would say 90% of the test cases would remain the same and the same is the case with data also but very often what uh, i've seen is like every time you need to execute these regression test cases i see a lot of uh, activities happening around setting up the same test data every time so what is your point of view around reusability of data is that something that can be implemented as part of your uh, test data management solution yeah definitely so what i can say like many many things so at least to start with the basic what you hear from tdm is like the gold copy the gold mm-hmm. copy database so we have to work with our consumers to get the right gold copy criteria and the mm-hmm. correct combinations for the business functions and not only like connecting that it should go through the refinement process also because day to day the change needs and we should make sure that gold copy is updated so by having that gold copy available there is always we can refresh from gold copy to our non prod environment as per mm-hmm. the testing that's one thing and also like what is available today like i spoke about the product catalog right so mm-hmm. we should be enabling that in some like centralized repository probably like mm-hmm. a github like where developers can search or like a portal where like the consumers like business users can know and one of the examples i can say in financial services is like building tools like account generator right so mm-hmm. you can have credit card generator uh, or mm-hmm. bank account generator or transaction generator these are like very common if you take mm-hmm. a simple bank right so you'll have credit card you can have different types of credit card like student yep. card uh, those cards so it's good to have those solutions already identified and start mm-hmm. 
designing those. So mm-hmm. that's one thing which got. And as I told about the form of different service, like you should build like uh, what we have is test data management APIs. Okay. Or probably like building a uh, pipeline through it so that today in the world of like DevOps, uh, many are like want to inject data in their pipe. So enable mm-hmm. those functionalities. And okay. also identify reusable patterns. So mm-hmm. when you say, when you work with different testing organizations, right, you understand this pattern and make yep. those available. Mm-hmm. And yep. probably that... like a last point, track metrics, right? So any okay. capability you roll out, you should know from day one, what is the usage? Mm-hmm. What this helps us helps to enhance or like to de- even decommission, right? So yep. that way we can make sure the reusability is maintained. Yep. It's a very interesting point. You touched upon one particular point, which was a lot of interest for me, which was basically around what you call seeing pattern across customers. And there are a lot of standards that I've seen where you can actually build prefabricated data. For example, HL7 is a good example. It's very complex to actually create data for HL7 testing. I've seen use cases around BAI too, mostly around financial services, or it can be even fire or anything of that sort. So there, if you just look at standards, I think there are enough use cases that we can actually go after where data can be reused across customers. And definitely there are enough use cases where you can actually bring in reusability across projects or within a project itself. It's a very interesting uh, thought. You, you yeah. actually what you call, summarize it very well, Avipay. And so, healthcare, yeah. you mentioned about health HL7, right? So similar yeah. in fin- financial, you would have heard about uh, Swift file. Oh, yes, Swift. Yeah, that's a very good example. Yes, a very good, good example. Yes. All so, publicly available. So we don't yes. have to like think through even. Yeah, there, there are many. That's correct. So the, the other uh, challenge that uh, I've seen around uh, TDM uh, is mostly around end-to-end testing. So where you actually have to execute uh, test keys across multiple applications. You are testing a large uh, business processes. You may have to deal with multiple data sources. Uh, and also at the same time, you also need to make sure that there is a referential integrity maintained. So what has been your success uh, around uh, setting up data as well as provisioning data around end-to-end testing? Sure. Uh, so in my experience, I'll go with, um, I have experience with fraud, copy, and synthetic data as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with production, so I'll start with the example of production copy, like masking, subsetting, bringing in the right thing, right? And also yep. that good copy process. Yep. Important point is, what is the cadence? Whether are you okay. bringing in monthly, weekly, quarterly, or what mm-hmm. will be the process? Okay. And thing is, understand the customer, what is working and changing those needs as per the need and refining the gold copy criteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what in uh, as heavily work for end-to-end tests. Another mm-hmm. example, like in, uh, so one of the retail industry, so when I say retail, right, it starts with the product which they offer. So it was mm-hmm. like a retail customer, they offer like dresses, pants, saloon mm-hmm. items, truckable items. So what we did, uh, went with uh, like a synthetic approach, so what it means is, what is the business process involved in this item ordering an item, adding to like mm-hmm. a cart, uh, applying coupons, adding an address. It can be international. It can be like local addresses. Mm-hmm. Identify that list of items with certain prices. All are like different. Okay. So you don't have to identify like thousands or like even millions. Mm-hmm. So what we had is only like a 50 categories and like okay. five and items from each item. 
mm-hmm. and we worked with the different SMEs from different areas and made that available on a daily basis. It can be like mm-hmm. even weekly, but what we want to make sure is on a daily basis, say like eight o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. when customer comes in or a business comes in, they should have the items to test. So we had okay. a refresh process which runs at like 6.30 a.m. in the morning within like mm-hmm. 10 minutes since being a 500 items. And like we had offshore also. So we again made it like 8 p.m. our time. So in offshore timing also, these items are always active and is ready to test. So we provided, okay, this is for business. This is for regression. This is for performance. So in my experience, both has worked. But product mm-hmm. copy is more easy. It, it will bring all the data together. Uh, but if we have that time or like a strategy to work out, like what is the, uh, every customer comes with, okay, I want it like today or tomorrow. Right? Mm. So if you have like a certain amount of time, that's where we need to define what approach we should take. Okay. But I like the approach uh, that you actually suggested uh, looking at a business processes and then finding out what are the data models or data elements that are required as part of the business process. Normally, the approach that people take or a company's take is basically look at the entire set of applications and you're, you actually get lost when you're looking at from an application standpoint. Rather, if you're actually going to a business process level and then identifying the data, you're actually narrowing down all the problem. You, have, you may have to deal with maybe like five databases, but only with maybe like two or three tables in each database. That actually simplifies the problem. And then the other advantage, you will be able to show value to your customers or your uh, what you call leadership very fast because you're actually, you can tell that I've done this for this business process. Now I'm going to look at maybe X, Y, Z business processes. So that's a very Perfect interesting example. approach and a unique one. Perfect example. Like I'll say in the case of bank, right? So there is something like personal loans, student loans, home loan. Start with a, like a simple personal loan, right? Show that mm-hmm. success. And what I've seen from this example, right? Team started coming. Can you build a process for this flow? Mm-hmm. So quick wins plus overall like a big picture. So that is something I was able to build for that retail. That, that's a very interesting, uh, what do you call point. And uh, the other uh, aspect around TDM is uh, you touched upon is basically provisioning of uh, data. And most of the time you're actually dependent on a centralized uh, test data team uh, for uh, data provisioning. So are there ways in which uh, the dependencies on a centralized team can be reduced? And do you have, uh, have you tried something of that sort uh, in your experience? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Probably I'll try to answer in the form of, so probably you would have heard like people process technology, right? Yeah. So probably I'll yep. try to explain in those areas. So starting mm-hmm. with technology, right? So having like a reusable assets like gold copy. Uh, mm-hmm. reusable tools like in the financial as I told about the account or like Swift file generator or whatever yep. in healthcare HL7. Again, I told about identifying the patterns and making it available for consumption, right? API. Yep. And finally, the continuous refinement of these assets as per the changing business needs. That's technology. Mm-hmm. From a process standpoint, okay, what is the cadence? What is the cadence mm-hmm. to bring the data? What is the cadence to refresh the data? Mm-hmm. And also you can build communities. So mm-hmm. it can be like in organizations that like Yammer is very popular. Yep. And we have something like quality community of practice, right? So what we have done, like when you achieve a success, right? go and like share what you have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, educate the customers what is available. There is something mm-hmm. available within us is extreme automation guild. So mm-hmm. we do share success story and what is that enabled automation. So we mm-hmm. share knowledge. Conduct so last year in our organization we conducted something like a test data man a month. 
so like mm-hmm. immersion workshop so rather than i go and talking right i invite customers and i show them their journey what they have done say like for a mm-hmm. bank example, for a card example and like show me videos so what is that okay take the business process and see like how they so instead of like explaining all try to show what is there in like three or like five minute video which mm-hmm. generates interest so that people can come to you or like okay. conducting lightning talks so this mm-hmm. is all like so the last one is the people like definitely i'll go with engineering and operation so it's not always one can do so mm-hmm. have focus on engineering team to build out new capabilities or like enhance as per the need mm-hmm. operations team can be like the frontline customers so say like mm-hmm. any issue comes right they should know whom to reach out Mm-hmm. So in that today's world, as I told about uh, the agile or the centralized, yep. you should know whom to contact so that it will reduce the cycle time or the bridge the gap so that they can get the test data uh, in the way they want. So mm-hmm. that's my approach. Uh, so that, that that's good to know. And you're also touching upon DevOps uh, when we started the uh, conversation. So. Uh, did you have success in the past integrating test data provisioning into devops pipeline and are, are you also seeing a trend uh, a general trend in the industry where organizations are interested in even provisioning data as part of their devops pipelines um yes of course so probably i'll share my story here itself right so i think uh, i'm basically with gen rocket so one of the customer he came to me uh, we were discussing through a coffee chat so mm-hmm. he wanted like specific test data so from production they wanted to test like with certain customers so they can get only from those so he wanted to copy that specific set of data mm-hmm. and we were still in that uh, productionized process for whatever the production copy so mm-hmm. i proposed the synthetic data approach mm-hmm. so either uh, gen rocket had like the online tools uh, where the trainings where you can go itself and learn so what mm-hmm. this person has done is he went on he learned by himself so what mm. he did is so when you take a um, checking account right you can have a like individual customer a beneficiary associated with when you mm-hmm. do a transaction it can be before 3 pm or after 3 pm so a lot of permutation combination in this criteria for a particular combination that uh, defect was or whatever issue was happening so mm-hmm. what testing team was doing is they were doing a risk based approach they were testing mm-hmm. only like certain combination not all mm-hmm. so gen rocket had something like a permutation combination feature so mm-hmm. he was a, like a value stream architect and mm-hmm. he knew what is the architecture behind it so he was able to define the scenarios in the uh, gen rocket tool mm-hmm. so it took probably 2 3 months to build the first checking account but mm-hmm. over the years uh, it was more like a configuration not like even writing a code what he mm-hmm. was thinking is writing a python code so with mm-hmm. genrock he was able to configure whatever the scenario so later journey started in 2018 and he built like a uh, money market account uh, mm-hmm. or like uh, ira accounts or mm-hmm. different types of ira accounts personal loan accounts student loan accounts so even mm-hmm. this year we had something like a debit card launch he mm-hmm. was able to configure within like an hour so mm. it's all the passion what you see so mm-hmm. for, and coming relating to the devops right so what he had done is whatever he did it can be integrated so the what are the scenarios in git 
when needed uh-huh. it will be called to the skitter not not only uh-huh. this platform team right other teams started consuming this because the capability is already built so they uh-huh. have just called this job and integrate pipeline so this is the one of the perfect examples today it happens previously this pipe data generation was happening like thrice or four times a month what i heard uh-huh. recently is he is executing that weekly thrice So mm. the moment the code is deployed with ES a month month so week one onwards he run like weekly thrice so like shift left finding defects in the uh, early cycle so that's the trend i've seen in devops not only that like you know, we have we have something called data and analytics team mm-hmm. uh, so they had to test uh, the new features say like okay i need to identify a, like a patterns of a grocer if i am using a card for grocery what is probability that i will use for travel mm-hmm. i will okay. use for like restaurants so they need to develop this again in their pipeline with the capability they started leveraging this mm. uh, many more stories but at least these are the two things which popped up in the devops uh, that that very good to know so the the normal problem that i've seen uh, in organizations if they have not integrated devops or data into the devops pipeline is you actually create infrastructure you deploy your application and then you wait for a couple of days to actually get the data into the environment which actually defeats the purpose of entire devops where everything should actually happen uh, automatically so it's very interesting to know that uh, uh, there has been a lot of progress uh, uh, in this space uh, okay so the other question maybe uh, this is maybe something related to the team structure so we have seen different models uh, for test data uh, there is an independent model and there is like a, a hybrid model where you actually have testers provisioning data or creating data as well as so there is a team to do set what you call data provisioning or data masking so what are the model that we have seen working and what is what would be the future as well uh, around uh, the team structure for test data management sure uh, so probably i'll start with uh, like uh, so we are all from testing background right so there was yep. a period where uh, people were asking why testing is required but mm-hmm. now testing has like evolved uh, yep. automation has evolved so what i've seen as a trend is like test data management is evolving and mm-hmm. if you look at all the market leading test data tools right uh just look at their page they talks about test data automation how yep. how it can integrate with test automation frameworks how it can integrate with cd cicd processes yep so to answer your question like uh uh i recommend they should be like engineering team definitely within it uh, what are the organization mm-hmm. and they can like build solution expertise so everyone don't need to like understand all the tools right this test data yep. management can learn and probably deploy a test data engineer within the line of business mm-hmm. so he can be the face for the customer and he can be the face for tdm team so that mm-hmm. there is a gap we can like bridge mm-hmm. that's what i have seen like more working mm-hmm. and uh, saying about the future right so i was recently researching on many like what is the tdm market right mm-hmm. so what i understand is many uh, organization conducted study like in 2015 2016 with uh, as a base so mm-hmm. the tdm market in 2017 was said to be like 584 million mm-hmm. and they are okay. projecting 720 by 2020 by uh, 2027 they are projecting around 1600 million and mm. maybe even more 
and like the what the prediction is like compound annual growth rate is like from 36 percentage from 2020 to 2027 mm, okay so if you take a global region wise also right uh, the biggest consumer with respect to the product or services is actually asia mm, okay uh, then followed by europe uh, then follow, uh, followed by the rest of the world that's how it is Okay, and that's a very, very interesting uh, number. And do you know, like, why the Asia numbers are high? Is it because, like, a lot of outsourcing happens in countries like India, where you need to actually do masking and other activities if you want to actually work with customers, maybe in the US? Yeah, I think that's one answer. And not only that, like, many privacy laws are now coming into place. You have heard about CCPA uh, uh, yes. or GDPR already implemented, right? So yep. as we talk, just like uh, this is all through Google, right? Yep. I hear in US many states are actually producing their own, so this is going mm. into come into existence. And not only in US, I've seen like in even India it's drafted. Now, yep, I know. As we speak, so to uh, like uh, get accustomed or get ready, we should be preparing ahead so mm-hmm. that we can like that's where I told like synthetic data will play a very important role. That so even the study shows today it's like showing mostly on subsetting masks. Mm-hmm. over the period synthetic data is going to have more impact this will not go away because definitely we need production data this is going to stay but the usage will come down that's what the study reveals mm, okay. and what i can say, probably i can say an example within my organization called there was something like operational excellence so mm-hmm. what is operational excellence is uh, to reduce the 50% of of production incidents mm, okay so when we analyze what we have found is many of this were related like test data or probably like not tested mm. so we started getting a lot of issues with which can impact the customer right so that's what we focused and we were able to like deliver so what is this it's quality and quality mm. yep. speed in today's world yep so that's where i see like tdm will definitely exist and it will evolve so mm. we should as a recommend we should, organization should think strategically and invest on tdm practices for like efficient rollouts mm. that that makes sense and so we, i think i think the future is very bright around uh, tdm so if an engineer uh, maybe he can be a, a graduate who's actually coming fresh out of college or he can be someone or he or she can be someone who's already working in the software industry so what are some of the skills that need to be acquired if you want to build a career around uh, test data management uh sure so probably i'll tell from my experience itself uh, mm-hmm. so i started in a testing organization right so you should know that testing different concepts different types of testing and where actually the test data is needed in the software testing life cycle mm-hmm. uh, to start with i think etl extract transform load so that is something you should learn mm-hmm. so before coming into actual tdm concept so like subsetting masking synthetic data or the virtualization of pipeline so it's always good to know like at least one good uh, industry tool uh, so to name a few like informatica ibm mm-hmm. broadcom tdm um, compuware file aid uh, synthetic data genrocket delphix so mm-hmm. even i heard recently spoke with like k2 view uh, that is also mm-hmm. evolved tonic.da so curiosity these are like startups Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have very promising features as i evaluate this mm-hmm. and this was actually the tdm probably 3 or 5 years back when 
what mm-hmm. i understood is with the evolution of devops a tdm professional should have knowledge of building pipelines mm-hmm. or at least to enable through pipeline pro using like tools like jenkins or like a harness or mm-hmm. whatever you build like prod copy or this thing right you should able to like build wrapper apis so that it mm-hmm. can be enabled in a consumptional format most importantly the underlying architecture understanding of business process i think without this one cannot implement any tdm concept as per the customer need mm. okay that's very the last point was very important because many people feel that or many companies or leaders feel that this data management uh, problem can be solved using a tool but that's not the case you need to actually have various other skills especially domain or business process knowledge you know even define the data model or even if you want to do masking you should know what field should be masked in which database and which which business process actually touches upon which tables in the uh, what do you call backend that's a very interesting thought uh, vivek you've run short of time uh, vivek uh, so we'll have to conclude uh, this episode of automation hangout thank you so much uh, for joining us and sharing some wonderful insights around uh, test data provisioning you covered a lot of tools you also uh, walked us through the future of tdm and also explained about what one should be doing in order to get into the test data management stream so it was actually a pleasure uh, hearing you uh, for the last uh, 30 minutes and we look forward for more conversations with you in the coming days uh, have a wonderful day thank you god thank you for the opportunity thank you